Welcome everybody to Every Hotline. I'm Octavio. I'm Mia. And today we have a special guest, Miss Ash. Ash, introduce yourself. <laughs> My name is Ash. Uh, pronouns are she, her. Uh, queer woman, um, artist, um, collaborator, apparently. <laughs> um, major addiction to chips and coffee. Hi, welcome. <laughs> nice. That's a good major. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So Ash today's here in our podcast to talk about a really nice and lovely topic. <laughs> lovely because we're going to talk about love. And I told Ash before we started, and it's true, Ash is the first and only person I asked for this topic because I think she is the right person to, to talk about love. And we're going to go into a lot of deep conversations, I am sure. But we're gonna have fun so yeah i feel like there's there's so many like, different types of love and i feel like especially now in the day and age of like coming out of quarantine it might have like not changed but how people realize how much they appreciate other people and see love in different ways mm -hmm. and also like, love love is a form of like multiple loves and it can be built on and also changed and be transitional at the same time. Love is weird, but also love is great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like we also right now have um, a lot of time to, to meet each other at a more deeper level too. What do you think? How have you been feeling like with this quarantine? Because like love is a very good topic for right now. Because right now we're so, I guess, like a little bit more deprived of people right and like social interactions so what do you think about that well um this is wild since like 2020 i've realized how to love myself again um i was a large serial monogamist so i was constantly dating like like people um for like long periods of time and i always like like lost parts of me that really enjoyed the time with myself and i eventually forgot how it was to be in love with myself and in love what I was doing because um, I was so focused on other people. Yeah. So um, I got out of like a, a pretty, not a long, but like a very like romantic, intense like relationship right before the pandemic. So this pandemic really has taught me not only to like love yourself, but really like what loving yourself looks like, like what loving yourself does for your mental health. Um, and I think that's what I learned. It was to truly um, love myself in the ways that function for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a, it's that is so interesting because like, I guess I was thinking uh, when I asked the question a little bit more like about the social settings and like loving people, but it's so powerful to, to just like take a step back and think before I love anybody else, I got to love myself, which is <laughs> the, the foundation of having a good relationship at the end of the day. Right. Definitely. Because like, I, again, like I said, like I got out of a relationship, right? So like I, it was like a new thing to finally be like by myself again. And I was like, whoa, like what's spending all this time with myself? Like, what does that do for me? Like, how does that affect me? And of course, we're all, we all want to feel love. It's the summertime. It's like, you know, that summer fling, that summer love. But I mean, like, why can't you date yourself in the summer too? I feel like yeah. a lot of people <laughs> find that they're like oh I have all this time and all this beautiful energy and sun like let me share it with someone I'm like yes that's beautiful and especially when we're from deprived from it like there's this more urge for it but the large issue is is that we never give ourselves times to recuperate to 
to understand, okay, so where am I in all of this? Yeah. You know, like I can love someone, yes, but when they love me, are they loving the true parts of me that I've been able to develop? Have I been able to give care for? Yes or no. And then you kind of go from there. So like I was missing a lot of the things I was doing for myself that give love to me. So doing my artwork, sitting in a park and singing and not caring, riding my bike. Oh, I do that all the time. I love doing that. Yeah, I put on my headphones. I start riding my bike. I'm like dancing on the bike. People are looking at me. I don't care. I'm just loving myself. Like you said, oh, that's the energy. That's the vibe. Yeah, I think with a romantic relationship, sometimes it's easy to get lost within the the actual relationship itself because sometimes you you might be so invested into the other person where you forget to take care of yourself and just you know actually mind your well-being yeah you guys you don't understand something crazy happened to me under the yesterday i went on a bike ride um and we were trying to do like a little cook uh on the public Pits, what is it called? Like the barbecue, right? The bar- the public barbecues. And we, it was last minute, so we didn't have like lighter fluid or anything like that. We just went and bought um, the, what is it? Matches? No, like, what the is grill? it called? Like grill? Charcoal? No. Grill? Co- uh, charcoal. Okay. Right? Oh my God, like English. <laughs> Uh, we just like went, we grabbed like meat, charcoal, whatever, but we didn't have lighter fluid and we were having a, like a difficult time, uh, lighting it up. So we asked for like this, um, this girl's help, this, this woman, she, she already had kids and everything and they were like in family, they had the little barbecue too and she came and she helped. (laughs) Yeah. And she was, she was helping us and she was talking, uh, to us like uh, with a really big personality, you know? And at first, I was a little bit overwhelmed with her personality. I was like, oh, you know, like a little, a little too much. And I was in my own bubble. But then this lady just like out of nowhere, you know, starts talking out of her heart. Like Mm -hmm. you felt like she was really talking out of her heart and her own experience. And she turned to me and she was like, you, this is a message specially to you. Because I feel like you're struggling right now to find your identity and find who you are. And she like just gave me a whole reading, you know, like, but I felt like it was so true. Like in this uh, time, I've used like you said to find kind of like who I am and where I'm going. And in that I've found to like love myself a lot. But it's been like difficult, of course. I feel like it's been difficult for a lot of us. But in that finding, find it difficult though. Um, like just because it's a different way of life, you know. Like, uh, we weren't used to this, and right now, like, I'm actually like at a good space, right? And um, I have like some breakdowns here and there, but like, it, I don't think it has to do with the quarantine anymore. But like, me just trying to like process who I am as a person and like what's going on and where my life is going. I feel like right now um, we're at like um, transition stage, you know, like removing ourselves from that uh, being more dependent Mm -hmm. or on other people, which 
maybe not maybe i'm contradicting myself a little bit on like how i lived my life too because i was always a very dependent person it's what i'm saying i'm just trying to like process it still i feel like it's gonna be like uh a path uh and i have many questions and that's actually why we started this podcast <laughs> too you know just to create this conversation but it's like a path of like many questions to be answered about yourself things that you don't know uh ways that you react that you can't understand and you try to understand you know how how to like be a better person in a situation um and to like how to respond and if you're responding in a negative way like why is that like why is that so triggering for you you know why does it trigger such a, a bad reaction mm -hmm. and trying to understand ourselves and like i feel like that happens a lot when you love people too you Uh, go into such a like safe space to to mistreat each other too you know like if we're, we can go I guess more into that path but like you just get into a comfort zone and then you start uh, treating each other in a way that you don't completely understand is disrespectful at first right and just trying to find that uh, sometimes it is us too that we don't love ourselves enough to kind of try and ask the questions like am i uh am i doing this because i need i need this why why am i doing this right i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> yeah no it's, it's I feel like yeah it must be must be different for you or maybe it might be the same but i'd love to hear also like what do you feel about that what 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 do i feel about that Octavio. Oh, like, no, yeah. <laughs> this is art. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we should have both in the same room and then I'm in a separate room. So I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, yeah, there's there's a lot there. I think for sure it's sometimes it's hard to, to get to that point of like being super vulnerable with another person. And uh, I think getting to that point of like the, the trust, the trust it takes to, to do that. And especially like it depends on the relationship or like if you've been with the, with the person for like a long time and uh, it depends on the healthiness of the relationship between the two people. It's, it's always like, I think that terms of like communication, always making sure each person is on, on the same like level as each other. Because mm -hmm. then you, you want, you want to have that like mutual respect between each other and mutual effort in the relationship. Yeah. because nobody wants to hear that like you love them more than mm -hmm. you love them or et cetera and back and forth. And I feel like, yes, it is really hard to find that equal, like we love each other the same amounts because you know, you can love each other for other multiple reasons that might be a little more loud than the other one. Um, you know, like you might love somebody for like their fashion sense, but they might love you because like you make your own clothes. So there's like passion mm -hmm. in like the fashion that you wear. So like it, passion also comes with like love as well. And like, the more you feel passionate about something, the more you will love it, the more that you will respond to that. So I feel like when people get passionate about another person, um, there's also like an expectation there, right? So like you said, like it, it can be like kind of unhealthy because if you have this expectation or this passion about this person, it's an idea of them when really like you, you love them. Yes, you love that person, but it's also like the expectation that you think this person Mm -hmm. is or who they are or what they do mm -hmm. um that really you gravitate towards and then you have to question yourself like well do i love them or do i love this about them yeah, yeah. and i feel like a lot of people like for example in like conversation they'll be like what do you love about this person mm -hmm. and you say like da, 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 instead of asking why do you love this person yeah 
because loving something about a person is something that's a part of them. Yes. It's, it's, it's involved in, in who they are and what they do, but you know, it, it's a different way of, of wording it. So then you're not attaching onto materialistic ideals of someone. Cause I feel like we do that as a society, like very often it's in, it's in rom-coms, it's in movies. Like for example, 500 days of summer, my favorite movie, because like when I was growing up, I started realizing that like he was in love with this expectation of summer and our whole society thinks that like this character is the villain because she's like, I don't love you back. But she's been saying since time, I don't want a relationship with you. Yeah. And he had this idea of this like manic pixie dream girl, beautiful, like I'm in love with her. Like I want her to love me back. But he was in love with this idea of her, not really mm -hmm. her as a person. Yeah. So it's like trying to find that balance. And when you reach that equality, like you said, um, it's like a euphoric feeling. It feels like natural. It do you don't have to think about it too much. Yeah. And that's what like natural love is. And I think sometimes some people might get not scared, but like worried, like as soon as they get to that point, it's like, it's like, holy shit, it's like a big surprise because maybe like previous experiences have been like, they've never had something like that. Definitely. It's there. It's very like shocking because everybody thinks that like real love is only for the movies and everything, mm -hmm. but like real love takes work. Yeah. Real love takes like understanding. You know, that song from like bad, but not good. Like key to love is understanding. It's literally that like, you need to understand a person and understand who they are, like how they work and what makes them them to really reach that like level but when you love somebody is real yeah. like that those yeah. feelings are internally and externally um like experienced and that can be very vulnerable for yourself um so i mean like connecting to that topic like you said me as well where you're like trying to work on yourself and everything it can get really real like it can get really real when when you start feeling those feelings about yourself and you're like whoa like you know you've been probably like shitting on yourself for so long and then you're like oh but like i feel really good about myself with this but then like you feel kind of weird about it you're like why haven't i felt this like real feeling before um and being vulnerable with yourself can be can be hard it can be um definitely a process yeah so. definitely a long process i feel like we're all in that you know path though we're all trying to get there maybe one like some people more than other right but I was told by my, uh, a friend uh, of mine called Jade, uh, she told me that you can love people differently and love different people at different levels and get things from different people. Do you feel like you can love at that sense, uh, a deeper sense like you were talking about? Or like, is it more superficial? Like, let's talk about it. Um, I mean, like... I have stories. I mean, like I can go on. Want <laughs> to go first? Like I know I'm the guest, but like I want to hear what you guys have to say. So at least I can bring out stories, so I can relate to you guys at least, or possibly uh -huh. bring them up. But I can definitely say, queer love is way different than like hetero love. Um, yeah, it's uh, definitely very powerful, and also sometimes a little like complicated, right? Because of like societal norms. Like you guys probably know about like heteronormativity, like that that like love and that kind of like unhealthy like ownership of somebody and like over sexualization yeah. of like love can mm -hmm. be really um really toxic and i feel like when you t like speak to other like queer people we have toxicity too like don't get me wrong like some some queer like people that i've dated at like or like have talked to are very possessive and very like every human has like the potential to be like an unhealthy like mm -hmm. lover um but like there's a difference of like when you finally feel like sexually and like sensually liberated by like a person that um um isn't like 
told that you're not supposed to but then like you know it's natural I don't know we can get into it more but I think it's like a loving people different in different ways um that's like a, a whole a whole thing in itself yeah um, I, I just want to like are you talking about loving people in different ways like just just in terms of like love like not relationships or with relationships out of the question I feel like having uh, relationships, relation- I feel like then in that sense, a relationship would be, would have a different definition mm-hmm. in itself, right? It wouldn't be like, because you're thinking of like the home, uh, uh, what is it? What is the word? Like when you just have one partner, monogamy. Mm-hmm. Oh, monogamy right? and polyamory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Like in that sense, like you have one relationship. But then when we're talking about this, then you have like multiple relationships with multiple people, but it's not really like, uh, like on the same image of the other, you know, uh, frame, right? I mean, so like, for example, I won't talk about it too much because obviously like I want to be able to have consent of like my ex-partner. For but, sure. Like, basically sure. like um, they finally realized that they were polyamorous like at the end of our relationship. And at first, like I was a monogamous person at that time. I mean, like I'm still partially monogamous now, but like I didn't have a lot of experience with like sleeping with other people or really like talking to other people at the same time. So I was kind of hurt. I was like, oh, like, am I not enough? Like, am I like the problem here? Like, do you not love me? Like, and then it was really trying to grapple like, no, like this person is just capable of loving multiple other people at the same time. And you're not at this part of your life. And that is okay. And it might not just work for you. And that's totally fine. But that does not devalue that they love you or loved you. They can love whoever they want to love. But as long as you're reassured that they love you, just because they love somebody at the same certain amount of love, it doesn't mean that they don't love you. Cause then like, that doesn't work. That, that, that It doesn't get canceled out like that. That's not how love works. That's not how emotions work. You yeah. can't just like be like, I love this person now. So I forget about you. No, like that's exactly the complete opposite. Um, when you love somebody else, it can also remind you how much you love that person as well. Right. Um, so for me in general, I think here in my mind, it goes like family love, like platonic, um, like idolization love like how you can like love someone for like wanting to be like them and like being inspired by them and then also like relationship love but I find that relationship is like a weird word because I find friendships are relationships like Mm -hmm. completely when you break up with a friend that's that's just hardcore like you're crying you're upset like you're in your room for like a week and you're like oh man like I lost this friend like you go through like the moment where you're trying to like party without them and it feels odd like yeah you know friendships and platonic love is just as like powerful or even probably more than like relationships because I find like it's a lot harder to cut people out that have like less of a a pressure of a romantic love there it's all like uh, at an emotional level, the the only relationship you have with a friend is is basically at an emotional level, right? And I feel like that's where that lens too. It's like we connect to people on an emotional level, and that's we ha- why we we love people, why we uh, we have feelings for them. I like I feel you because before, like if you asked me a year ago or two years ago. I would probably be like, no, you can't love anybody else besides that one person. And if you, you love other people, then you don't love. Mm-hmm. You you have no love for them. And that was like how I saw it, right? But then like I started experiencing uh, a lot of like uh, people at an emotional level. And, and I started realizing, I mean, like I love these people too. Like I love all of these people. 
so I can deeply love people at an emotional level, right? And and I can why you know like why can't that translate into like other relationships as well, right? It depends on what your boundaries are. I feel like at the end of the day, it's the person's uh, option to be like, I want to just have this with the one person or to, to go about it in a different way and be like, I'm not going to live in, limit myself and my emotions uh, in my life to just this one person because I want to experience people, yeah. right? But is it selfish then? Like, do we feel like that can uh, go into a selfish uh, sense or, or like, it depends on how the person handles the situation? Yeah, I think it depends on the communication, like, with the, the partners or, like, whoever you're loving. Like, you got to explain to them that I, I'm loving all these people. Exactly. Not, not equally, but in different ways, like you're saying. Yeah. And then it's on the other person to, to understand that and, you know, sort of not deal with it, but, you know. What do you think? Yeah, you compromise because, like, for me, like, I have this theory. Even though I might be monogamous, who knows? Maybe I'll be like a thirty-five-year-old cougar, like fucking <laughs> dating multiple people in my life. I lifetime. feel you. Sex <laughs> in the city type of shit. You know, like, who knows? Who knows where I'll end up being? Like, yeah, like working at gay bars. Like, 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 you know. <laughs> but like, here's my thing. At the end of the day, there's so many people in your life. How is it possible to only love one person for the rest of your life? That shit gives me anxiety. I'm like, I know I can be a committed person. And I am a committed person. Like, once I'm into you and I love you, I go full force. But then I know at the back of my mind where it's like, yeah, but this can end. And, like, eventually it might end. Because everything is temporary. You know what I mean? Even our lives, they're temporary. Yeah. So... It's like, are we born here to like love multiple people at once, or are we here a multiple like for like at least a relationship point of view, like romantic relationship is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Because friendships, it's a lot easier to be in love with all your friends because like they're your friends. Like you, you share that emotional. Friends are seen in society to have many people, and like you love them all for like different things and for who they are and yada yada yada. But with like romantic relationships, we just think of them like, oh mine okay great but like that's a very like ownershipy kind of yeah bad taste in your mouth because you're like okay but like this person has a lot like another life they're part of my life and i'm a part of theirs but they have their own separate life so it's trying to find that balance of like well i have a full life to live is this person going to be in it or not and when they're in it it's like okay but are they going to be here for the rest of it you know what i mean and does is that limiting me is that limiting them is that limiting each other? And that's really about like knowing yourself and like knowing how much um, how much you want that person around you. Because, you know, people have had marriages and have open marriages. Also people have gotten divorces because they're like, I fell in love with somebody else and I still love you, but like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna screw that up and that's not fair to you, you know? And I've seen like videos of like divorced uh, people still like saying, well, like, I still love you. And like, I always will. And like, you've taught me so much and I'll never regret that. Like, that's a beautiful feeling. Yeah. But you know, does that mean that those people were meant to, to be in each other's lives forever? Well, no, but they got married, Yeah. but that doesn't mean like you can't experience love beyond that. So yeah. it's just like a wild thought. It's, it's, I think it's crazy how like it's that idea of love and relationships are actually like evolving a lot with, with our generation. 
because if you look back to like our grandparents and like great grandparents like a lot of them yeah for sure have these beautiful relationships with each other for however many years 50 60 plus years and that is beautiful and that's that's so like powerful in a sense but sometimes i feel like a lot of the older generations like not all of them would fully love each other like 100 percent, and sometimes they're just staying together just for the heck of it well, Which it becomes unhealthy to a point. It was it was tradition, and it was mm-hmm. uh, because people were were just too focused on what society had to say and societal norms yeah, and what is accepted thing. and what is not exactly. And you were you were bashed, you were even killed for for doing, mm-hmm. you know, things against the societal norms, right? And people were disowned from their families. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, <girl. laughs> oh like, but you know but that's yeah but that's what's beautiful i feel like right now like we are definitely breaking a lot of norms for sure and we're just accepting each other for who we are and just accepting that no norms can dictate your happiness and like who you love and who, who you don't love yeah I mean, we should all love each other forever <laughs> and be friends and and hugs and kisses and, and a lot and a lot of unicorns and butterflies. <laughs> Speaking of that, like hugs and kisses and everything, like I feel like the pandemic has really like shown each other how how much intimacy is and so important. Like, mm. I also I want to ask you guys: Do you find that it's comfortable for you to hug and like kiss and like really cuddle your friendships or do you find that like in friendships it's like weirder for you um to be um intimate not romantically mm-hmm. um no just like a nice hug like give a kiss so like a kiss the on the forehead or the yeah. cheek or like you know like do you I, find that that's harder to express like within a friendship than a romantic relationship and what's the difference of it Girl, I am Portuguese, so <laughs> I'm kissing. <laughs> we, we, I'm we kiss- come from Latino families. We, we come from families of just natural love. I'm kissing. I'm kissing random people <laughs> that I just met. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we we. That's how we say hi, right? Yeah. Like, even if you don't know. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and that's I'm how Italian. Like, same shit. It's it's just part of our culture, yeah, right? Exactly. We just we just oh, hug right. and we we kiss and there's no problem and people like accept it too and even like in more sentimental uh, sentimental settings like if somebody's like not feeling so good like they're totally more yeah. open to that. It's more like accepted. Yeah, so of, like sharing these emotions and embracing each other's as friends and just. I feel like it's it's a good it's a good part of the culture too. Uh, just like we experience people and we experience each other, we're very open to our neighbor and to give a hand too. Uh, except if you know, like there's snakes, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's with everybody, right? <laughs> I I would think so. Um, but yeah, no friendships. I love you know, like I'm always hugging everybody. And it was a, definitely a big clash when I came to Canada, actually, because I was uh, saying hi with the two kisses and people like, whoa, don't yeah. come into my personal bubble. You have to accept that, right? Like, I mean, some people are not uh, so open to that, yeah. but I'm definitely one of those people that loves hugging and kissing and just like all over your face type of person. What about you, Octavia? Are you the same way? Because you said for that you're sure. from a Latinx community? Yeah, or? for sure the same way. Like, 
Uh, even like all the the men and like most men in my family are on the Latino side. Even on on both sides, I'm half Chilean, half uh, Chilean. But uh, yeah, we're we're not afraid to. Literally, like my dad, like every time I see my dad, it's always the kiss. Like if I don't yeah. kiss my dad on the cheek, like <laughs> a disrespect. That's also <laughs> that's that's just the way we were raised. Like we were raised with showing these emotions for the people you love, the people you care for, and it didn't matter if it's like your friends or um, yeah. something more romantic. There's also a, a thing that I always loved about the culture was men showing affection for each other and like it being so accepted and not being like seen as anything else than just men enjoying their emotions and enjoying them like each other as people, right? Yeah. Uh, and definitely like, you know, even men kissing, grabbing each other's butts, like here mm -hmm. it would like be seen as outrageous and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's not true either. Maybe like not generalizing, but yeah. I guess like there in the been, general sense. There has been progression, <laughs> but there is still a long way to go. Let's, let's be real. Let's be real. North America has a weird feeling of like men being like homophobic because they're like, I don't want to seem gay. And it's like, yeah, girl, everybody's a little gay. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, you can love your friends. Like, you can touch your friends. It's fine. As long as it's consensual, yeah. baby. You do it in football. What's the difference? Like, oh my yeah. god! Like, <laughs> it's Exactly. Honestly, but like that's what I'm saying is like I feel like with 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 friends, like not not even just like men. Like let's let's give it to like humans in general. Like for some reason, like a lot of us in like society, at least like North American society. I mean, like I'm Canadian. Like I'm Canadian, but I'm Italian descentage. So like obviously, yeah. like my my dad and my mom are both born in Canada so like Canadian hello but like my grandparents are immigrants from Italy so you know like it's there's a difference there and that was still like brought in and raised up into my like my family and like the the intimacy the the love you really feel it but like with your friends it's kind of like you need to find out their their like comfort level but yeah. yet like there's like this fear of being intimate I don't think it's really like yeah I can say like it's partially like involving like men being scared of showing um a drop in masculinity because they think like homoerotic like uh gestures are like debilitating to like their masculinity which is like completely mm -hmm. wrong because like that's like what society has told like queer people our whole lives like you cannot show like emotion like that towards like the same sex of like a person but besides that like taking that just like generally it's also like a vulnerability issue like we just talked about you know people are really really like uncomfortable with like having like their walls down because they find that when when love is when love is so passionate and like love is so real even in like a friendship it it can be very like jarring so like when somebody like slaps your butt and you're like hey good job you're like oh, oh like they connect it to like something else and they really don't know how to like bring it into like a that's just love man like that's it yeah. like it, it's just like a natural feeling rather than like oh like is this person like they're touching me it's like okay but what's wrong with touch like yes you you can totally it can be out of your comfort level make sure you have consent of it of course like because that can be really triggering for someone who's like had a past with like stuff like that but if it's consensual and you know like you really are accepting it like you really got to think why you're like you're uncomfortable with that and it's more like of an internal issue a, a definitely an external issue with like influence with society but like and it definitely mostly an internal issue because it if it wasn't an internal issue then like you wouldn't give a shit about what society thinks about how yeah. to love someone like the how to love someone is like something that is important what do you guys think i just feel like it's disgusting to just like put that into politics and like 
this is how to, and the only way to is this way or else. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting to me. I don't like it. I hate, I hate the whole concept to even say that we have to, um, like gay marriage, like in itself, it, the whole like fight that they had to go through just because politics was involved in like who you're supposed to love. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like anybody should, from the get-go, be able to uh, just choose people to love and to marry. Just people, because at the end of the day, we're all the same species. We're all people. Yeah. And it shouldn't matter, like, what or who, uh, how we identify ourselves and how we go about our lives, right? And even to think, like that I feel like religion has a lot to do with that as well. And like even before in the historical times, you can see a lot of like homosexual traits in a lot of uh, of cultures and civilizations, right? And like very evolved civilizations as well. So it's it's like what what is it what is it to say that we should even be talking about like a definition of whether mm-hmm. there's or if that should be like a rule imposed to people. I feel like we should just be able to to live our lives and go about our lives however we want. And even like having to define ourselves. I find like that uh troubling in itself too. I don't I don't like the sense of putting yourself in boxes either because like you can just experience yourself as you go and you learn who you are as you go too. You're always changing too. Like I feel very differently about myself and my relationships now than if you asked me five years ago right the way that i express myself and i grow grows with me but i feel like the the boxes thing like especially because like as a queer person being part of the lgbtqia plus like yeah, yeah. community i'm speaking on for my behalf like the only reason why like labels are also so like important like is that they are indicators for other people to understand that they can love you the same way that they that you love somebody else you know what i mean because like if i go up to like um a, a straight man and i'm like hey like i like you or like i love you and da, 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 but like you know it, it it kind of just like helps you make sense to understand me like oh but i still have the the possibility of knowing that another person can come around and no matter who they are, like I also still love them. And a lot of people need something to hold on to that. It's like the same thing with religion. Like you need a higher power to make sure that everything is okay. And that like, you can live on through life without like worrying about something. Like it gives you a sense of like relief. So me like saying like, I'm a queer person, like it, it holds on this part of me where it's like, okay, like you, you know who you are and you love whoever you love. Like I go by the label pansexual. Do I say to everybody, I'm pansexual. Hey, I'm pansexual. No, like I don't do that. I like, but it's in my bio. People know that I'm queer. I'm definitely visibly queer. Like that is part of my expression yet. It's something to hold on to, give comfort and to tell other people like, Hey, I'm also queer. Like I'm here with you. I'm part of, I'm part of that same love. Um, and it's also easier for people to, to know that they can approach you and be like, hey, are you? Yeah. And you're like, are you? And you're like, are you? <laughs> and it's just like, that's a love in itself too, because yeah, like, you know, that's 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 like your chosen people. Um, well, not chosen, but like, being a queer person, me trying to fucking explain my own sexuality and like, 
<laughs> you know, people are like, Dange. no, like it's, it's, it's like your chosen family and how you have like your actual family, then like your queer people's because like you all love each other and you all love who you love and no matter what. So it's like, those are your chosen people you want to be around because they get you. Yeah. And that's what that label is for. But no, at the same yeah, time, I, I wish we could go through I fucking life. Label, the labels exactly for what you said. I feel like if we already have labels for uh, all the like heterosexual and homosexual, you know, those are labels that are already created. Yeah. That's not the only two uh, like ways no. of love and two exactly. like, ways that people love. So like exactly, right? I feel like it was more in the sense of, I guess, trying to find identity, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and trying to not like negate yourself by just forcing yourself into a box. Like it's a struggle for a lot of people in the beginning when they start feeling different from society and like yeah. what society says is the normal way of loving, you know, like if I'm a woman, I love a man. And then you don't feel that way, right? So then, like, you are put in a box, but to not let other people put you in boxes, but also don't put yourself in boxes. I feel like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like I just said, like, I wish that we could all not have labels and just love who we love. But of course, <laughs> yeah. society holds on to things, right? So, My uh, question has always been, like, when we always try to think, like, think outside the box, like, don't put me in the box. Well, it's like, well, why is the box there in the first place? That's yeah. what you should think. Like, why, why was it put there? Where is the box? Like, what does that box look like? And why am I in it? Um, and why do I have to get out of it? Like, if the box shouldn't be there, or maybe it should be. Like, it, it really just depends on how you look at it um, in context to love and in context to world. But, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about uh, labels, yeah. Octavio? Like, with uh, this, I think I like the idea of uh, what you said about, like, it's a journey. Like, it's a whole process. Like, how, how can you just describe, like, one thing, what love is, like, it should be between these two people. Yeah. Why, why is that a thing? But uh, I was interested. I wanted to ask a question because we are talking about, um, like, building a, a strong connection with someone. Like, why can't it just be that? I'm curious, like, from your previous experiences, previous experiences of like maybe long lasting love how those relationships came to be or come to be um honestly okay I want to like put this out where first before I get into like this topic is like I've never had dating apps in my entire life nothing no grinder no tinder no her no bumble no like hinge none of that like yeah I want it get it out of here yeah like I am very old school when it comes to just like meeting people because I want that experience I want to go up to a bar and be like hey like yes (laughs) and this girl does it real life yo I've caught I've caught it so many times I'm like oh my god girl did you know them no I just met them right now like I don't yeah know these people and it's amazing so, just that like interaction sorry keep going <laughs> no no that's okay no it's true like I, I'm, happy, I'm happy that I've met other people that like feel that and of course like if you're uncomfortable you like more of an orchestrative like ideal like to meet somebody like that's totally cool too like I'm not harping on dating apps like they help a lot of people have fine communities within mm-hmm. themselves so then they can date other people like you know like no no harping on that but for me personally I have a lot of anxiety already with like social media and like having to like present away and look a certain way. So like when I meet someone in person, like they're getting the full part of me and I give like 110% like all the time when I am myself, you know? 
So I want to know how that person talks and how that person interacts, how they, how they hug you, how they hold your hand, you know, like those small like things, like that's how that starts. So for me, all the long lasting loves for me has just been like, I met them at like a, at a conference. That was my first girlfriend. Like I met someone that we were working together. I met someone from like another friend because I was in love with another person and they were all interconnected. Like it was just like a very like small world kind of situation for me and all my loves and all my relationships. But um, I can definitely say this, which is like, you know, hopefully they're not watching, but if they do, like I feel that there's a difference of being in love with someone and then like loving someone. And I've definitely realized that there's some people that I thought I was in love with, but I more like loved them versus like being in love with someone because there's like a natural feeling when like someone just knows like you're you're in that long lasting relationship because like love doesn't seem like timed or it doesn't seem you know that you have to like work to feel it it just is felt and I feel like that's really hard to find um and for me that came to be by just like talking to someone being like hey I like your watch and they're like hey uh, I found it in this that and then you're like can we walk together and then you go on two hour walks and you end up in a park on a swing and you talk about your life yeah I was gonna say like those in those situations like did you actually go looking for it or is it something that never. Just, just happens it always just happened to me I yeah. never looked for it um it always like found me for some reason um the only thing is is that sometimes you need to realize like do I need to take it that opportunity or not because you know being a serial monogamous you don't want to like be in long-lasting relationships back to back to back because then again like I said you like you kind of lose yourself and that's one thing I don't regret any of the relationships I've been in but like I did lose myself a little bit just because I was focusing so much on that love um for them rather than myself but um it was definitely like it just kind of happened and it definitely just develops. You start understanding like how you see them differently or like they make you feel a different feeling than like other people around you. And like, you become aware of that. Like the first girl that I ever like liked or like fell in love with or whatever, like <laughs> I was like, why are they texting me this way? Like, why are they different? Why does that feel weird? Oh, they're not sitting on my lap. Like that's weird. Like do that more often. And I was like, wait. <laughs> hello like what does this mean like do I like this person you have to kind of like connect those emotional experiences because like you weren't looking for it you weren't being like I'm going on here to find someone that does this for me it's like no it just kind of happens yeah so what about you guys what's like your experience like what is like your experience with that do you find like yourselves looking for it does it look for you does it kind of just like happen naturally or not like totally I think my thing was whenever I did end up going looking for love not that it doesn't work out, but like it's not. It's definitely not the same. It's like I think the like strongest of connections I've had some with someone and like actually being in love with someone, I I wasn't looking for it. It just happened like randomly, just like not not on the street, but like just meeting the person like at the gym or like in the library, and it just like it kicks off from there. And, like that, how you're saying, like it, like it starts off with oh nice watch and like builds up from there. I feel like it's more genuine too, not forced, yeah. right? It's just people. And just having that backstory, like you said, of, you know, how I met your mother. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just having that. Um, but this was such a lovely conversation. I'm going to have to cut it for today. <laughs> I know. 
We could go for hours and hours, and maybe we'll have a continuation. Who for knows? Sure, for sure. I feel like there's a lot more to talk about this topic, and we can definitely be here forever. But Ash, Ash, thank you so much for thank coming you. and for uh, giving your word and your experience on love. Yeah, always. I'm. I love talking about love. So. <laughs> Love doing love, talking about love, loving love. <laughs> love, love, love. And love, love this love. experience. Can I say that? Um, it was really, really wonderful. Thank you for having me. Um, it was lovely stuff. to like talk to you both. You both are so wonderful and definitely have so many, um, so many thoughts that really need to be like, just like thought out and listened to. It's really nice. Thank you so much for being like. This is why I love you. I mean, this is what I get from you. Love, you know. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> That's the last right. thing I can say is don't be afraid to say I love you to someone because at the end of the day, what has love got to do with it? You know. Hey, what's love got to do? Got to do. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we finish. We end our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to us. My name is Mia. I'm Octavio. And it was a pleasure having you today. Love you. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> We did it!